Chapter 82 The Holiness of Common Things In that day there will be inscribed on the bells of the horses, Holy to the Lord. And the cooking pots in the Lord's house will be like the bowls before the altar. Every cooking pot in Jerusalem and in Judah will be holy to the Lord of hosts, and all who sacrifice will come and take of them and boil in them. And there will no longer be a Canaanite in the house of the Lord of hosts in that day. Zechariah 14, 20 21. It is of millennial days that the prophet is speaking, days when paradise will be restored and earth will be as heaven, days when Israel will be restored, Jerusalem rebuilt, and the great kingdom set up that cannot be moved. Of this period, it is the holiness that he especially points to, which is so unlike everything in Jerusalem or on the earth in preceding days. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty, Revelation 4 8, will then be the burden of every song. Jerusalem will be truly what it is now, and has been up to this time but in name, the holy city. But it is the holiness of common things that he especially dwells on more, not just holy men, holy service, holy songs, or holy Sabbaths, but also holy vessels of every kind, holy bells or bridles, holy pots, holy bowls, with the holy use of all these, so that every sight and sound will proclaim holiness. On wall, gate, and bar, on houses, doors, Posts and lintels will be inscribed holiness. On leaf and flower and tree will be holiness. The following paraphrase will bring out the exact meaning of each clause. In that day will there be, even upon such common things as the horse bells, holiness unto the Lord. Every vessel in the temple will be holy, and even the common boiling pots will be as sacred as the altar bowls. No, not the temple pots alone, but every pot in Jerusalem and throughout the land will be holiness to the Lord of hosts. And all they that come from afar to sacrifice will make use of them, and there will be no more the Canaanite, like the present Muslim, in the house of the Lord of hosts. Thus the most common of common things are selected to illustrate the great truth or fact of that day, namely, the universality of consecration. Nothing will be left unsanctified. Everything will be for God. Everything will glorify Him, exhibiting the full meaning of the text, Whether then you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 10.31 It is not then the spiritual nature of the things themselves that is needed for the consecration. The things named are evidently chosen to prevent that mistake. It is of the holiness of things that are not in themselves spiritual that the prophet speaks. We are to lift up these common things out of their low position to ennoble and dignify them. And how is this to be done? Not by changing their nature, not by spiritualizing them, but by the right use of them, by connecting them with God and God with them, by refastening the link between the material and the spiritual not by transforming the material into the spiritual. It is the right use of common things in connection with God that is the true consecration.
they are not consecrated by some mysterious in-order process to their glorifying God, but the right use of them in the service of God is the true consecration. God is dealing with us here about common daily things, common daily and, as men would say, carnal duties. He wants holiness in our common works and words, our eating and drinking, our plowing, sowing, and reaping, holiness in the shop, holiness in the marketplace, holiness in each room of the house, in journeying and in resting, in buying and selling, holiness in the railway carriage and upon the highway, holiness in our reading, our conversation, and our letter writing, holiness in our business and our recreation, holiness in our merriment, in our feasts, in our ordinary interactions. All our common works are to be so done that God will be glorified in them. Many forget all this. They think that a religious life should omit as many as possible of common duties, whereas it is by the right doing of these that we are to exemplify true religion. A religious life is not a life by itself, the life of a recluse or a hermit. It is common life, sanctified. Many say, if I were a minister with nothing to do but religious subjects and acts, it would be well. Ah, a minister does not have opportunities of glorifying God that others have. He doesn't have so many of life's everyday duties to discharge. Or they say, if I had more time to spare, I could glorify God more. Ah, it's seldom the idle man, the man of leisure, who does this. A life of leisure is not so easily managed or sanctified as many think. Self comes in. Irregularities come in. Time is not properly valued. Efforts are half-hearted. It needs much grace to regulate and lay out for God a life of leisure. There is much meaning in the words, Six days you shall labor. Exodus 29. The little things of life are to be attended to. The common, menial, earthly things. In these, Adam served God when he tilled the ground, Abel when he kept sheep, Amos when he gathered sycamore fruit, Joseph when he worked as a carpenter, and Paul when he made tents. It is thus that we are to glorify God, inscribing holiness to the Lord, Isaiah 23, 18, King James Version, on everything we do, so transacting daily business that men will say of us, they fear God, so making our plans that in them God will always have a place, so speaking the little or common words of each hour that men will recognize in us the servants of God. It's easy and it's good to hang up a text on the walls of our chamber, but let our words and deeds be a continual recognition of the Holy Lord God. This will be more effective. Let us make ourselves the texts Regulate your house with every room in it so that it will speak of God. Make your family arrangements such that they will all speak of God. It's not at family worship or in asking a blessing alone that God is to be seen. These are mockeries if He is left out the rest of the day. Let Him be seen everywhere and felt. Do all to His glory. While consecrating common things, beware of profaning holy things. Reverence and godly fear suit us in dealing with everything that is divine.